Welcome to Phil and Maud's audio blog. I'm Phil, and this week we're talking about how to make sure you keep your relationships alive. We both spoke separately about this, and Maud said, Relationships, all relationships, only thrive when you take the time to keep them alive, vital, and present. Often, long-term relationships with romantic partners, family, or friends get taken for granted become background to the challenges and daily occurrences we all deal with in life. Often those that are most important get relegated to the past and fade into memories rather than shared experiences. The sacred gets lost. The interaction between personalities is one of the most sacred acts you can participate in. There's a direct connection to the divine in the love shared between two who recognize this opportunity. As you listen to this, Phil and I are on a trip to celebrate our anniversary and my birthday. We take this time every year to make a journey together away from our day-to-day lives. We're fortunate to be able to take this time together to celebrate. This is a great luxury. But even when we were both working and couldn't step away, we incorporated sacred space into our shared days. And we still do every day we are together. We take a moment in passing to hug or share a thought. We withdraw from outside input every evening and spend it together. These aren't meant as suggestions to anyone, but as illustrations that awareness and appreciation of the preciousness of our relationships is alive and active in us. And so it is with many of my relationships that we work at consciously creating this sacred space together, these times of sharing and connection. It can be many things, regular phone conversations, sending photos, sharing our problems and victories, taking walks, writing emails, letters and texts, playing games together, sharing series, films and entertainment, discussing politics, comforting each other, helping one another through medical and life crises, visiting those who live at a distance, taking trips together, meeting for a meal, reading a book together on FaceTime or phone, attending meetings together, sharing insights and practices, reaching out and touching, sharing, acknowledging, appreciating. The methods vary, but what remains the same is a profound understanding, respect, and a drive to nurture and maintain these deeply sacred connections. The pandemic created an awareness of the preciousness of our relationships in a whole new way, as we were deprived of much of our in-person experiences. We were creative and came up with many ways to come together in spite of these circumstances, and we became highly aware of the importance of them to our lives. When this kind of awareness and commitment to foster our connections is missing in any relationship, it is keenly felt. The loss of such closeness is deep and significant. Don't let this happen to your relationships. Don't become blinded to their heart and breath through familiarity, lack of consciousness, or looking far away and not seeing what is in front of you. Create that sacred space and take the time and opportunity wherever it is available, while it is available. And I commented on that. Our trip involves a steam train ride, a shared passion of ours. To the Grand Canyon, no less. Having interests in common with someone is a part of friendship. It's a way of feeling connected with someone. 
This is the stuff of personal ads, sunsets, beach walks and so on. But things in common, whether trains or what groceries are needed, are only part of a relationship. The other half is how you feel about them, how you trust them, the sense you get from their presence. A relationship is both an emotional connection and a meeting of the minds, and both need contact in order to be sustained. Now, I understand solitude. I really do. I'm an introvert and live in my head. But I have come to understand how that is only a part of being human, and I do everything I can to listen to the voice of my body. And I've also come to understand that as humans, we need relationships. We're social animals that need each other to survive. Look at the many TV series like Alone, or the role of social relationships in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Nudged by articles on the importance of social networks on health and longevity, I am coming to see friendships not as an optional dessert, but as part of the main dish. There are many strains on our connections to each other. The aftermath of COVID-19, the fragmented media landscape, the decline of social gatherings like churches. If that is you, reach out. If that's not you, reach out to those disconnected people. This is how we can transcend divisions and experience the full power of being human. Well, that's it for this week. It's written on our blog as usual at philandmaud.com. So read it there and check in next week. Bye.